0: Welcome, welcome, trainers, to Life After 50, a Pokemon Go podcast. I am your host, Josh Flores, and welcome! Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, trainers, very enthusiastic today. Very enthusiastic, as it should be. Welcome, trainers, to Life After 50, a Pokemon Go podcast. Welcome to episode 12, Content of Character. I named it Content of Character because... Essentially, we're just going to talk about other content creators' content and the character part because, I mean, it it just sounded cool. Moving on. How was your Detective Pikachu event? Did you get all the shinies that you wanted? I did not. I didn't get the Detective Pikachu. I got a couple Slowpoke. I did get some Slowpoke back-to-back, but sadly, no Pikachu. So if anyone wants to add me and you live in Jersey-ish area... After 90 days of friendship and then hopefully a couple other attempts, we'll become lucky friends and we can meet up in like six months. Anyway, enough of all that nonsense. Let's get into today's story. This story is on the topic of content creator-ish adjacent. When I really started my journey to level 50 I felt like I wanted to consume content just to further my gameplay just to take it to the next level if there was one because I kept hitting impasses in my gameplay as far as XP and challenges and medals and whatnot. At first I really wasn't into the whole YouTube thing because I thought it was a little childish at first and at work I couldn't really be watching YouTube videos so I gravitated more towards the the podcast route. I was trying to find podcasts, but there weren't too many. But there were two that I listened to, and it was Lord Up a Pokemon Go podcast and GoCast a Pokemon Go podcast. Two very great podcasts that I would listen to on my lunch break and I would be walking with an incense and it was cool being able to be informed with useful dates and tips and tricks and just their overall opinion on certain things to see if I match like agreed with them or disagree or what have you and then they always engage with their audience. So it was really cool to be a part of that. Now fast forward when Reggie Drago just came. I went to a local park in Bayonne, New Jersey, and while I was there, I heard a familiar voice. I looked up and I saw a guy, I heard him speak, and I was like, Ken? And he looked at me and he was like, do I know you? And I was like, no, I've heard your voice before so many times. And he looked at me and he's like, you recognize my voice? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of my thing. I don't have perfect pitch, but I have some sort of, I'm good with voices. But it was him. And it was cool because he was talking about how the Reggie Drago was supposed to have the 30 meter radius for the legendaries that are supposed to spawn after you do an elite raid. And it never happened. So he looked at me and he's like, oh oh, I'll be talking about this. And sure enough, on one of his episodes, he did mention that bug and he did mention the fact that someone was able to recognize him through voice. So that was just really cool to experience that with him and then for him to actually use that as a part of his content. So that's why today's episode is called Content of Character. I want to talk about the content of creators, but also what kind of character that they bring to the table as far as their content. And don't worry, overall, it is very positive. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, stir up any drama. This is all love. And maybe if someone is listening to this and they want to take their gameplay to a different level, then maybe they can check out one of these content creators that I personally listen to or watch. And hey, look, just give them a try because they put a lot of hard work into what they do. And they're super entertaining. Also, Ken was nice enough to become my friend in Pokemon Go. We raided together, but then he deleted me. Come to find out, he just deleted me because he needed to make space for some new friend. So before a moment, I was like, what did I do to him? And then I saw on Twitter, hey, look, I'm making space for new friends. If I deleted you, that's the reason. No hard feelings." So great guy overall, really. And later on, we're going to get into more of the content creators and the content that they provide or in my opinion that they provide. But first, we're going to get into this. Come one, come all, and experience an October of delights with Pokemon Go's Ticket of Treats. Yes, we are going to go through these again. Because now we're in it. So I think it's nice to talk about something beforehand and while we're in it. Is this because there aren't any more new (laughs) new events and I've run out of stuff to talk about? Maybe. but that's not what it is. This is what it is. You have that $5 ticket of treats thing that you can get. Now, when you purchase that, there's going to be and there's going to be a bonus that every day you're going to get 1.5 additional XP awarded for your first catch of the day and 1.5 additional Stardust for your first catch of the day. This doesn't sound like too much because now you're saying, "Oh, five dollars. This is just it. No, there's more. This is just the first thing. If you're trying to get to level 50 or you're trying to do something in the game, chances are you need Stardust or XP. Everyone always needs one or the other or both. Remember, when you catch something, if you need XP, make sure you give it a Nana berry so it becomes paralyzed, stay still, and then go for the excellent throw. Try to go for the excellent throw on something that you can actually catch or go for the great. If you're trying to get Stardust, look for a weather-boosted Pokemon. Look for a Pokemon like Shroomish, or now they have Combee in this Harvest Harvest Festival, which is Stardust-boosted. If you catch one of those, not only can it be shiny, but it's Stardust-boosted, Stardust and then you get 1.5 additional Stardust. Now Combee specifically we'll talk about in a second, but... Remember, be strategic about this if you are trying to get those specific gains. If you want the Stardust, if you want the Stardust and XP, try to go for a weather-boosted Pokemon, but then really get that excellent throw in there. Nanaberry, and then Ultra Ball, just to really seal the deal. If you're trying to get just the Stardust, you can just throw the ball willy-nilly. But now for this Ticket of Treats, we're in this part two. Thursday, October 12th, till Halloween. So the Ticket of Treats, every single Thursday, it unlocks a special research and it gives you things. Well, you really paid for them, but there's more value than what you're paying for. So this is really good because every day you get that bonus and then even now if you get it we're only past the first part so this is the second part in the first part you did miss three premium battle passes not too bad this second part is pretty cool because you get uh, a mossy lore and additional encounters with large size and super size pump and more If you purchase the ticket by the time you hear this episode, if you're early enough, you should be able to retroactively just get the second part. I don't know about the first part, but you might be able to. Maybe it pops up, boom, you get the first, and because the researches aren't specific, it doesn't say like you have to catch that specific Pokemon. Hopefully, when if you do this, maybe you'll get more researches like retroactively but if you get you will definitely get this second part because you should be able to get it within the window of this second part this harvest festival and then the ticket of treats part three is what's going to happen after this harvest festival and with that you get incubators and encounters with phantom which kind of says Phantom is going to be the new shiny. We'll get to that in a second, but a little tip for that. If you're not a PvPer, you should PvP because you get Phantom, Phantom a lot in PvP. They might nerf it all of a sudden, but I've been getting a lot of them. So if you want more encounters, that's going to be a way. And the incubators is some sort of clue as to some sort of hatching thing probably going on. And then you have the fourth part, the 26. That's gonna give you three silver pineapp berries, two super incubators, two rare candies, additional encounters with mischievous and phantom. Again, you can purchase this, but if you don't claim it, unfortunately, it goes bye-bye October 31st, so remember to claim your rewards. I don't know if anyone is out there that can stand the orange for the rewards. I can't stack anything. Like, I can't leave anything unclaimed because I don't like any kind of orange. The orange, for me, is like a symbol of there's a raid, so when I look and that same orange is there, I don't know, maybe it's just me. But I don't like to have any unclaimed anything. And I like to finish everything. By the time you're listening to this, the Harvest Festival that's just around the corner is... Yeah, it's here. It's going down Thursday, October 12th, 2023. Actually, that's the date of this recording. Till Tuesday, October 17, 2023 at 8 p.m. local time, you have Pokemon debuts. Well, just one. They say Pokemon debuts and they give you three, but it's just the evolution line to the one. So technically it's threes, but come on. I see. You, You know what I mean. Anyway, so you have the introduction of Smoliv. Smoliv is very cute and very easy to catch. I can't wait till the shiny comes out, but it is very easy to catch. So remember, give it regular pokeballs and pine nut berries so you could evolve it. Because you need 25 Smoliv candy to evolve Smoliv into Doliv, and then you need 100 Smoliv candy to evolve Doliv into R Bolivia. I had a friend named R Bolivia. A long time ago I did it that'd be cool though you're gonna have wild encounters the following Pokemon will appear more frequently in the wild Bellsprout can be shiny victory Bell shadow victory bells good for the great league if you need that candy. One of the things that these Pokemon have in common, not all of them, but is the grass typing. You're going to have uh, some bug in there, a little bit of fairy, but overall grass type. I think Smoliv is a pure grass type. I can check, but I mean, look at it. It's an olive. like. Duh. What if it evolves into something else? So it's grass normal. It's the reverse of Trevenant. Grass ghost, and then you have grass normal. So grass usually resists fighting, but with the normal type, it will be neutral but it will have a super resistance resistance to ghost so this pokemon might be very good my friend our bolivia my fake friend our bolivia might be very good good for you fake friend so we'll go back. Uh, most of these Pokemon are grass type Pokemon, so when you're catching them, if you can get a Mega Level 3 or Mega Pokemon, grass type Pokemon to get that grass typing to cover catching, if you're going to go that hard. Many of these Pokemon like to hit the ball back. I don't know if that's for everyone's game or everyone experiences the Pokemon differently, but most of these Pokemon are very annoying to catch. They're not they're not that hard to catch like the circle but they're annoying in that they hit the ball a lot so you're gonna want probably nan berries also i don't know if any of you can do uh, an excellent throw on an execute but i still can't do it i think i've done it three times in my life that's it and that's the next pokemon execute Remember, you want that Execute candy because you have Alolan and Kanto Executor. That can be shiny. You cannot evolve the Execute into Alolan Executor. I think they had an event, but it's not happening anymore. Sunkern evolving into Sun Flora has a shiny Wurmple into all its evolutions and branch evolutions. What is it? Dustox and... Um, beautify then you have the combi evolves into vespa queen combi is ridiculously hard to catch it gives you a good amount of stardust it does have shiny potential only the female can evolve so waddle does not have a shiny so it's you know if you like it great but for right now it's one of the most useless pokemon sorry cottony evolves into whimsicott i did really well in the great league on go battle weekend with whimsicott it's a fairy grass it put in a lot of work against lantern and the like obviously not the fairy types but everything else nothing's perfect but whimsicott is pretty good it wins cmp over a lot of things that's a charge move priority. When you and the opponent use the same use a charge move at the same time, the Pokemon with the higher attack goes. And apparently, Whimsicott has a very high attack. Petalil is one of the new kind of rare new rare shinies. And then for this event, they have Flabébé's, but the Flabébé's are region locked. So the Flabebe's you saw before in your region, that's what you're going to get now. And then you have the kind of featured, weird featured re-release of Pumpkaboo. Pumpkaboo before had the sizes and everything, but now with the introduction of Extra Small or Extra, Extra Small and the Reverse, Extra, Extra Large. Showcases are going to be that much more important, especially now. Of course, you have Bounce suite and small if Well, of course, but... You have Bounce Sweet and Smoliv. Small. Smoliv is the new one. Bound Sweet is the older one. And except for PVP, I mean, Bound Sweet. That's you know, you probably want that Smalliv. It's just too cute. Field research task encounters. All right, now you're going to have the Burmese. They can all be shiny. And then you're going to also have field research tasks that uh, revolve around Pumpkaboo. I don't know why I got so sassy. All the Burmese evolve, but re- what you really want, especially for the Great League, and it's pretty much the only usable Pokemon, the only Burmese that evolves into Wormadam is the Trash Cloak Burmese, the pink one. You can only get the Wormadam if the Trash Cloak Burmy or the Burmy in general. You can only get Wormadam if it is female. The reason why the Trash Cloak one is the best one out of all the one, all of them because of its typing Bug and Steel. Does very well in select metas in the Great League. You have collection challenges. Complete the Harvest Festival Collection Challenges. If you've seen that by now, there are two of them and you get one Mossy Lore each. And that is because, so that's a grand total of two Mossy Lores. And that's because Mossy lores activated during the event will last for two hours. And they will have a higher chance of attracting Pumkaboo. Trainers will receive additional pumkaboo candy for catching pumkaboo during this event which is good because one of the collection challenges is you have to evolve one of the eaches of the pumkaboos into their respective small and huge forms so getting extra candy goes a long way especially for that and then after that goregeist is okay I think it, it definitely got a move update. And hopefully, it just becomes, I guess, as good as Trevenant, but Trevenant is usually just better. Focus Stop Showcases. If you haven't bought the Ticket of Treats, buy it because you get encounters with big kaboos, which could help your chances with the Pokestop showcases. I got second and third place in like two or three of them, and I got like a star piece, a lure, a something else, XP, Stardust, like, it was actually insane. I thought you had to get first place, but no, you just, I guess, placed in the top five, top three. Just participate. It's not not as unfruitful as routes for me. Pokestop showcases, I think, is the most slept-on featured, and I'm really upset that I transferred to be all my extra whatever stuff because wow. Okay, next up we have October 2023 Community Day Timber. That's going down on Sunday. From 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time, yes, I'll be able to participate. I was able to get a new schedule at work, and now I can Community Day. Hopefully. Trainers, we're excited to announce that Timber, the muscular Pokemon, will be featured during October Community Day. I don't think he's more muscular than Machop, Machop has got like a little baby belly, but still kind of six-packing. Timber is cool. He has like the little vest. But it's Timber. Machop Community Day was like eight times ago. October 15th on Sunday. Remember, 2 to 5 p.m. Timber will have the 1 in 25 Community Day odds. When you evolve a girder, Timber's evolution uh, into Conkeldr um, during the event, uh, during the event, or up to five hours after get a conkelder that knows the Charged Attack, Brutal Swing, Brutal Swing in gyms and raids and trainer battles does 65 power. That's it. Doesn't do anything else but 65 power, which is really good because it's easier to get to and with ghost types running around conkelder gets to hit them for some super effective damage that is very big. conkelder has a big has a big attack stat. I think more than a champ. I might be wrong. Either way, it is going to be a great pokémon. You have a $1 or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency. You'll be able to access the Timber Community Day exclusive special research story, Muscle Memories. If you have the money or you can do it, get it, gift it, give it back. I just needed a third one. Event bonuses, three times Stardust. This can actually be fruitful if you live in a certain area because during this time it could be cloudy weather and I think that's what Fighting Types, I think that's their weather boost. I might be wrong. Either way, it's three times Stardust for catching Pokemon, two times Candy for catching Pokemon, two times chance for trainers level 31 and up to receive Candy XL from catching Pokemon. Lore modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during Community Day for a surprise. Trades will require 50% less Stardust. One additional special trade can be made for a maximum of two for the day. Incense, excluding Daily Adventure Incense, activated during the event will last for three hours. While most bonuses are only active during the three-hour event period, these bonuses will be active from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. local time. You're also going to have bonus raid battles after Community Day. After community day, you're going to have four-star raid battles. You cannot invite other people to this. You might need two to four people. That's why it's four-star. That's usually what it says. If you're a stronger trainer or you believe you're a stronger trainer or can strategize, if you can strategize, bear with me. If you can do all these things, you can take it out with, like, two people. One person, I don't know, because three-star raids or four-star raids are usually tanky. Might not be strong, but tanky because it's four star so bring a friend or another account when you defeat these girders or these four star raid battles you'll have for 30 minutes timber spawn within a 30 meter radius around the gym and they will have the 1 in 25 odds so if you miss community day and you can find uh, four star raid battles and a friend or two you can participate in the community day one of the reasons why this is important is because timbers like shinx, you can only get it in the one star raid so you really want to stock up on the timber the timber candy the shinies the everything really try to stack up and maximize everything the Excellent Throw isn't hard for Timber, but Timber is another Pokemon that hits the ball back, and it's very frustrating. You're going to need Nanat Berries and high-quality balls, Pokeballs if you have them. Great balls, Ultra Balls, stuff like that. Because it's cute the first couple times, but he jumps, and then he hits the ball back. And that wastes a lot of time. A lot of time. Some Pokemon's animation is just swift, like a swipe or something, but he has to like lift his, whatever that metal thing is. And then, so just, you know, or if the CP is very low, then you can deal with just kind of throwing the ball willy nilly, but that's the second time I said willy-nilly in an episode. The third time now. Conkelder with Brutal Swing, I think, is going to be best suited for the Ultra League because Giratina running around and he hits very hard. But obviously you can use it for the Master League. And who knows? I, I probably don't know. But it is a great move to have. It is a great Pokemon to have. Remember, you want the IVs. Low attack, high defense, high stamina. For the Master League, you want that 100%. If you get the 98%, 96%, remember, that's still great to power up because Timber doesn't come along too often. So if you leave with, like, not a Hundo, but, like, 96, 98, yeah, power it up. Because the difference between a 96, 98, and 100 Percent Pokemon is like 0.06%, 0.08%. And if you're not really a PvP or but you do want to use it for PvP and you only have those things, then you just have to work with what you got. That's really what it comes down to. But I don't I don't believe it's uh it's not doable. You're gonna get some stickers. The stickers are always they always look cool. I don't know who does them, but they always nail it with the stickers. And then if you go to Pokemon Go Live, it says looking for other trainers to join. And then you can search the parks to see if there are like meetups and stuff and other things like that. Speaking of the Pokemon Go Live website, uh, that's a really good website to go to if you want to learn PvP. Like really the basics, it might not seem too... You might not seem to like understand it really at first, but I think they do a really good job with their wording. I don't know. That's just me. I just kind of looked through it real quick and I was like, hmm. I don't know. I think for beginners, it it does very well. Because sometimes content creators, they overlook the fact that some people just don't know certain things, myself included. All right, trainers. I hope some of that was helpful. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about some of my favorite content creators or the content creators that I watch or listen to. So let's see how it goes. Welcome back, Pokemon trainers. This is Life After 50, a Pokemon Go podcast. I am your host, Josh Flores. And if you'd like to reach the show, you can do so at Pokemon Go LA50 on Instagram and Twitter, Pokemon Go LA50 podcast at gmail.com. Email me your stories. Twitter me, your tweets, Instagram me, your Instagrams, all that stuff. Do all that young people stuff. I'm so old. How old am I? Stay tuned, trainers. No, seriously. Before we get into the content and the content creators, I just wanted to let you know, I don't know if this episode is going to sound any better, but... If you go on my Instagram, hopefully I will have the pictures of the makeshift soundproof booth that me and my family had created. Hopefully it does something. We put a lot of hard work into this. But remember, it's supposed to be taken down and put up at whim. It's not like a permanent soundproof booth. So if you check out the Instagram and you leave a comment, be gentle, please. All right. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about content creators is because I've been watching these people a lot lately. I remember when I started to consume their content at the time, I felt like I needed an edge. So I turned to YouTube and a combination of the podcast plus different YouTubers gave me the exact edge I needed and the confidence to reach level 50. Each of them has their own unique way of doing things. You might hear that some of these people kind of all sound the same or do the same thing, but that's because they're giving their own style, their own flavor, their own character to the content. And once again, I just want to say I am not trying to talk badly about any of these content creators. They work really hard on what they do and their brand and their business to give us as much fun and entertainment and enjoyment as possible. So what I want to get into is the impact that these content creators have had on me. So let's get into that right now. Pokemon Go's release date was July 6, 2016. Some people, I guess, had the beta or something the day before or something like that. But let's just say, because I looked up this information, let's say it's July 6 ish. Now, the story in the beginning with the podcast, we'll talk about the podcast first. The reason why I gave you the release date is because I'm also gonna give you the date of these content creators first like thing. So you could know how long they've been grinding at this, not just in the game, but actually grinding. Because what a lot of people don't realize about each and every one of these content creators, and these are some of the most well-known and there are some that aren't Too known but either way they're all grinders they're all really good at their job i'll preface this especially with youtube creators if you've ever seen a youtube creator like miss an excellent throw or anything like that remember they are playing with just one hand and then the other hand trying to get the perfect angle on themselves and everything so when they make that excellent throw and that's amazing These people really deserve the respect that I have for them. But remember, Pokemon Go release date, July 16, 2016. I'm going to talk about the podcast, the YouTubers, but they're really in no particular order. They're just grouped in kind of like their media or medium of entertainment. So first up, like I said, I listen to two podcasts, really three podcasts, Uh, Go GoCast, the Pokemon Go podcast. Their first episode, uh, July 1st, 2018. The hosts are Chris and Kyle. And it's family-friendly fun. It really is. They have great jokes. They have a great dynamic. And they've been doing it for a very long time. Very long time. If you look up Pokemon Go podcast... There aren't too many that that have been doing it for a very long time, let alone since then. They have nice little segments. They have a PvP corner. If you like PvP, they have a whole episode dedicated to PvP. And they go in. So if you need like a podcast PvP thing, that's definitely... But it's not just PvP. They have like two separate things going on on one podcast channel so it's like the regular one and then they have the the pvp corner the pvp corner used to be a segment but it got so popular they gave them their own episode so it's really great and like i said it's family friendly fun no cursing you know no foul language unlike the next podcast Lured Up, a Pokemon Go podcast. Their first episode, September 5th, 2017. Longer than GoCast. These guys are OGs. Their hosts are Ken and Adam. Like I said, I met Ken. Great guy, family man. Puts in a lot of hard work at his job, in the podcast, at home. That guy is constantly grinding constantly playing with him absolute pleasure but unlike go they curse and that's really it that is the only thing that i think distinguishes them from you know i guess families listening to them is because you know they curse but other than that they don't say anything too lewd They'll just use a curse for emphasis. Well, it's really just Ken. But the personality is there. It's there. I guess you would call it a more adult podcast, but... I mean, really. Kids are exposed to so much... I mean, look, we're not going to have that conversation. I don't have kids. Look, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. We'll move on to the YouTubers. All right, so first and foremost, we have to talk about Mystic7. That's gonna be one of your biggest YouTubers. And the reason is because this guy does it all. And one of the reasons why he's able to do it all is, I don't know how he gets his money, even from the start, but he spends an insane amount of money on the game. To the point where some of his videos, no one else can do it. Not too many people will do it because he drops. (gasps) Excuse me. He drops so much money on the game And before remote raids were nerfed, he would do like 100 raids in a day or do raids until I get the shiny or just 24 hours on an incense or a star piece and it's like, or hatching with super incubators, 2K eggs. That costs a lot of money. But the guy has made a brand for himself. He has been at every single event or almost every single event and filmed it for everyone's viewing pleasure that's another thing with youtubers youtubers provide this window that you can kind of like live through them they just had a recent safari zone in where was it south korea and obviously i'm not gonna go to that i know most people aren't gonna go to that So, watching a Mystic 7 video, where he catches the new shiny and stuff, he's very excited. He's very family friendly too. He always tries to play the game with like, you know, the the eyes of like a child, like hopeful. He's not a child, but he plays with a very joyous attitude. Always just very fun, and his videos are very interesting, and like I said, because of his infinite wealth seemingly infinite wealth, especially for this game. I mean, look, it's a brand, it's a business. So he's investing into his business. The couple hundred dollars he invests, he gets it back in YouTube views. Ever since remote raids got nerfed, he has shifted his content to more outspread things like PVP or doing things on a new account or going to some really interesting places. And speaking of going to interesting places Zoe2dots Mystic7's video first video was July 12, 2016, but Zoe2dots two her first Pokemon Go video was July 6, 2016. 6 days before Mystic7. So technically she's been doing it first and because Zoe2dots is Australian, I believe She's been doing it first, first, because Pokemon Go is first in Australia. Zoe Two Dots had videos before her Pokemon Go videos of her exploring different countries and such, and she kind of transitioned that into the exploring different countries in tandem with her quest for Pokemon Go, or for Pokemon in general, with with playing from playing pokemon you get it you get it you get it and her thing is like she's very adventurous she's always down to basically burn herself out and she says it in a lot of her videos but i really think it's kind of endearing sometimes like she really does put herself through some stuff she really suffers for everyone's entertainment And she's super funny. I mean, Australians in general just have quips. They're just very quick-witted and things that they say are just so colorful. And speaking of colorful, she always wears a, a bow, colored bow, that's her like signature thing. And then Zoe, two dots because of the, um, what is it? The umlaut above the O or the E or, I might be totally wrong, doesn't matter. Next up, we have trainer tips. Now, I forgot to put when Trainer Tips put his first video out, even though I looked it up. I know I did. I'm a little upset at myself, but hey, we'll work with what we don't got. So all we can do is speculate. But I want to say that he came out with his video. I want to say before 2019. So he is an OG. trainer tips exactly what it says he gives a lot of tips for trainers on pokemon go he's a big adventurer and a filmmaker very big into traveling and stuff like that he was about grinding hard but he became more of like a storyteller And more of like a good role model for casual players. Because he always says like, if I get it, I get it. I'm just trying to have fun. He doesn't care about IVs. He doesn't really check. I mean, at one point he's like, who, you know, come on. We all know I'm not going to PVP. Like, I I don't care if it has good PVP IVs. And sometimes you need somebody like that. Sometimes you need somebody that you used to know. Why, Why do I do that? Sometimes you need someone to reinforce in you that you don't have to Play that hard, you don't have to go that hard Like he'll go to a real high quality event Like exclusive, like this South Korean event Or where wherever they're at For this uh, safari zone And he's just like, yeah, well, whatever like, he's not really out there with, you know, the lichen rock midnight form eyes salivating at the mouth for the new Eevee or the new skido because I got to have it now. He knows like anyone else. It'll come out when it comes out. And it'll probably be easier to get it like a little later on. So he's turned into more of like a casual player that YouTubes. YouTube's But the next person isn't so casual. You have trainer club. Now, the first one you have is trainer Tips. His name is Nick and then you have trainer Club. His name is Billy. Billy actually met once in Manhattan Bryant Park. He was there for some go fest or something like that and I, you know, I just said hi and you know something like but he looked so be I didn't want to you know bother him. I just want to say like hey, you know. I exist. And then um, and then he was like, here we go. He didn't say that. But his first video was October 28th, 2017. So that's one year after the game came out. Remember, the game came out in 2016. And I'm not trying to say that the people who have, have had less time aren't that great. I'm just saying these people are better. No, they're not better. These people just have a little bit more experience. They're seasoned veterans. Now, speaking of seasoned veteran or the opposite, we're going to talk about Daxy. By far, I'm sorry, but I think he's not my favorite YouTuber, but he's the best YouTuber. You, you know what I mean? Like DC Comics. Batman Batman is the best superhero actually Batman is the best superhero of all time but that's not my favorite DC superhero I'm just recognizing that this guy literally has a gadget for everyone and anything anywhere any anytime always all at once so and that's what pokey daxi is his first video came out October 28 2020. his story is just compelling and then the work that he puts in to doing what he does this guy is just the bee's knees all around again not my favorite we'll get to my favorite in a second but pokedaxi came out on 20 uh october 28th 2020 now it sucks i'm not really trying to tell his story but his story is that he really got into playing pokemon go uh In the hospital while he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Dude had cancer and decided, you know, if he made it, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to combine his love for film and Pokemon Go. And he became popular on TikTok for a short form Pokemon Go content. And that's what people really needed at the time. There were these long and drawn out videos, I guess, because YouTube has the algorithm and then you have to reach a certain point and then they get paid. But he went into the game and said, hey, you want to learn how to do this? This is how you do it in like 15 seconds or less. People loved it. Then he transitioned into YouTube. And even his longer form content is great because the guy does great work on his editing. He builds interesting stories. He has great videos. I wish he just was better funded. He always brings his mom. He calls her Mama. I'm jealous. I wish I could play Pokemon Go with my mom. My mom always says Pokemans. I mean, granted, I am an old man, but come on, ma. Learn how to say Pokemon. She knows. I love you, mom. But yeah, he's very straight to the point. Even in his longer videos, he just always makes sure that it's like golden nuggets of stuff even if it's a longer it, the whole video is just a big nugget, very big nugget. And you can sell it for 500 poké dollars. Anyway. He started his YouTube career and quickly became one of the biggest youngest Pokémon Go YouTubers. Period. And on the opposite side, now no shade, I'm not saying opposite like old, but older, yes. You got Brandon Tan. His first video came out June 21st, 2019. Now, you want to watch him if you want to watch someone who... I don't even know how to explain it. He has everything and has gotten to a point where... It's not that the game doesn't excite him anymore. It's, I don't know how to explain it, but he's one of the hardest grinders, if not the hardest grinder on, on this roster. And I'm sorry, I gotta back up back to trainer club. Now I I, I totally missed this. I put that he's the most diligent player. Meaning that kind of like if you translate it to working out, he's like really about the gains. And when you watch his videos, he is very gain re-oriented, uh, oriented. <laughs> Meaning, if you're looking how to really maximize your catches, your stardust, your XP, he will tell you exactly what to do. And trust me, if you stick to his lesson plan you will be pokemon go buff in no time pokedaxi yeah definitely the same thing but he's a little bit less lax and critical with how much he gains any given time pokedaxi is a little bit not casual but it's like an in-between. That's why I said he's, he's like the best. He could be casual. He could play the casual YouTuber. He could play the, the hardcore. And it's always good. Because he has very good YouTube skills. Shooting and editing. Brandon Tan participates in everything. But Brandon Tan has been playing since like day zero. And he's been all over the world at every single event getting everything he's he's kind of like a mystic 7 only mystic 7 tries to get more clips and stuff like that brandon ten just kind of like walks around and just kind of just catches a bunch of stuff then shows you the good stuff and he's like a expert casual i don't know how to explain it he's gotten to a point where his his xp and his numbers are so off the chart that he's kind of become like this I don't know how to explain it, but it's amazing, and he has like almost every single shiny And speaking of every single shiny next up we have JT Valor His first video uh, October 26, 2017, and he is the shiny king. He literally has everything He has Everything everything that has ever come out. He has it, And he has multiple probably that's just his thing. His videos are amazing because he goes above and beyond for the shiny. Not necessarily the hundo, but the shiny. And if you want the shiny and if you're a shiny collector, watch him. Because he will show you exactly what you have to do to maximize your chances. And even some of his first earlier couple of videos, valuable. If you're a shiny collector shiny hunter jt valor that's 100% gonna be your go-to brandon tan yes but jt valor definitely because he's the king and he can't be dethroned he doesn't want to be so in order to do that he always goes super hard i met the guy he lost a ton of weight and i understand why because He's running around like a mad person, just collecting the most rarest Pokestops and Pokemon. And it's like, yeah, he got the shiny. But do you know how much, how long it takes to get a shiny? This guy runs around Florida or wherever he's from or wherever he is. to, And then he gets like five or ten minutes for your entertainment. For the shiny. And that doesn't mean he gets it all the time. But definitely, if you're a shiny person, hey, if you're a shiny person, yeah, go to JT Valor. Next up, we have JT Gilly. His first video was August 1st, 2016. You'll often see JT JT Gilly with Mystic Seven. I believe they're very good friends. A lot of these people are very good friends, very good acquaintances, at least. And his, his videos are really good because they always have good vibes. He has a deep, uh, deep appreciation, like, for his brand and stuff. He's always, like, trimmed and cut and always has, like, you know, the hype clothes. And he just always has a sunny disposition. And it's just great. Sometimes you just you want to play the game or maybe you want to watch someone play the game and not complain all the time or... You know just really enjoy themselves that's him next up you're gonna have my favorite the cruise ship <laughs> tom december 11 20 was his first video perfect that's perfect that he's my favorite because my birthday is december 10th so come on And I mean, look, I'm older and this guy for me, I'm not saying he is the best. Remember, like I said, Pokedaxi, I think is the best. But for me, the cruise ship is just hilarious. Like his dad jokes, his quirky humor, like the content seems kind of loosely scripted, like which works well. He's like a really good improver, I think, like just on the fly. And he always does this thing where he goes in like knowing things, but not knowing everything just so that it doesn't take away some of the mystery from the event which is why i don't really go in deep in depth in this podcast to give you like oh you know the things that are happening like two years from now it's like so what we're here today i can only give you the information of like what's going on now or like next week at most but the cruise ship man he's just he is hilarious and i love comedy and anyone who can make me laugh you're just the best Another person that makes me laugh is Pogo Milo UK. I recently started watching him uh, UK. He's uh, from the UK. His first video, October 13, 2019. And he goes really hard for the clips. His videos have gotten, I mean, everyone's videos have gotten like really good, but his has had, I think, the most exponential kind of improvement. He also came from a podcast, or he has a podcast called The Incense Podcast. I haven't listened to it before because, obviously, with all the people that I'm talking about, I consume a lot of content, and there isn't enough time to consume everyone's content uh, all the time, everything all at once. I love that movie. All right. Next up, we have the pvp Earths. Sometimes these, if you're not a pvp you want to check this out because you might have a Pokemon that you could rock with and you might get into PVP or at least, you know, win a lot because you have this specific Pokemon. So just subscribe to them. Maybe they'll feature something that you want to use or you can use. There you go. First up. We have probably my favorite PVP Pokemon YouTuber, and there's a little controversy surrounding him or something like that, but basically it's, we'll talk about that in just a second. His name, PokeAK. His first video, July 11, 2016, OG. Very PVP based. If you look at one of his earliest videos before PvP, even before it came out, he called kind of how the leagues would go. Now, the other people on this list, especially the PvPers, they're all certified geniuses. But this guy has experienced a lot of the game. And unlike the other ones, he now he does more like news and tips videos and he also goes goes above and beyond and gets that information for two years from now or you know i'm not gonna say two years from now but very juicy information he acquires and he has very strong opinions about the game specifically pvp but he has tons of experience so i can't really blame him and Sometimes I feel his pain. A lot of times I feel his pain. So when he quote unquote rants, I'm right there with him. So that's why he's my favorite. Next up, we have Tho First video, September 16, 2020. He originally started on Twitch, but as time went on, he went to YouTube and he's very informative. All these PvP YouTubers are very informative, but the way that they deliver information is a little different depending on the type of PvPer you are. And if you don't know what kind of PvPer you are, check all of them out because some of these uh, some of these people, like Poker AK, he plays more from the heart. There's a video that I saw that there are a couple different ways that a gamer plays. From the heart, very uh, methodical, a little combination of both. And obviously they all have heart. They are all super smart when it comes to PVP and the game. But, some of them play to different strengths. So, though technical is kind of like, half and half it's like an intermediate poke ak is a wild card so you don't know some some days he goes a little casual some spice some days he goes super meta and and it is very entertaining but Tho technical is kind of half and half Again, all these PvP YouTubers are very informative, like the next one, Zionic. Zionic's first video uh, was February 9th,
1: 2019.
0: Now, Zionic like the others teaches you but he's like a fun teacher you know that fun teacher that you have that like tricks you into learning because like he makes the information or you know the fun teacher because they make the information make sense for like beginners that's what zionic is he's like super supportive he's like oh and we know that it takes five fast moves to get to the charge move and you're sitting there like we do okay i guess we do it's not like Sometimes you'll hear other YouTubers that, you know, like I said, sometimes content creators overlook the newer people or they can't really account for everyone. You can't really account for everyone. So you just gotta go with the flow. But Zionic always brings it back to kind of basics and says like, hey, this is, you know, this is what's going on. I'm doing this so I could do this. He slows it down, it's slower. He wears the glasses. So it's like very teacher-esque vibes and it's great. Especially if you're really trying to get into PVP. And even if you're a super expert, they are all experts. It's just the way that they convey the information. Now, the next person that conveys the information, I mean, is Rise to the Occasion. His first video, May 17th, 2020. And this guy is expert level. He doesn't hold anything back when it comes to he, he teaches, but he doesn't really hold anything back when it comes to the jargon, when it comes to not talking about the most mundane of things, because I guess he just assumes that his listeners are just a little bit more uh, seasoned. But if you are trying to learn any of these YouTubers and all of them, including the next one, which is my personal favorite now i know i said poke ak is my favorite but poke ak is my favorite let's just go with my second favorite see poke ak he goes on nice rants i like it now the next one home slice henry he doesn't really go on too many rants he does on his stream though his stream or some of his videos taken from his stream, hilarious. I'm pretty sure all of these people stream. You can probably find all of them on Twitch, but I'm just telling you YouTube or the content that I that I look for. But Homeslice Henry is very good because he's expert level, but he uses a lot of spice. So if you want to use something that kind of seems ridiculous or doesn't shouldn't work on paper, Homeslice Henry is going to be your guy. All right, trainers, the reason why I wanted to talk about these content creators is because sometimes I know a lot of you are looking for an edge, some of you are looking for a way to belong, and I just wanted to let you know that there is a content creator for you, or I hope there is a content creator for you with the list of content creators that I gave you. I hope there's a content creator out there for you that could help you get to level 50, or get you what you want, or get you to where you want to go in the game, or at the very least just have fun because you gotta have fun but remember you don't have to be the very best you already are okay love you bye